The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Christ himself came down from heaven, was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made truly man. Let us pray. Almighty God, your Son, our Savior, Jesus became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In him you have revealed yourself, your love, and your plan for all humanity. By his word, make us ready for his coming. Keep our hearts repentant, constantly turning to your path of righteousness. Restore to us the joy of your salvation and uphold us with your free spirit. Through him who came to give himself to us and make us his own, Jesus Christ, our Lord.
open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Behold, the King cometh. O come, let us worship him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth, the strength of the hills is his also. His is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Behold, the King cometh. O come, let us worship him.
Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, and let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, and let them spring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. The Old Testament lesson for this fourth Sunday in Advent is written in the 18th chapter of Deuteronomy, beginning at the 15th verse. The Lord your God will raise up to you a prophet from among you, of your brothers, like me. You shall listen to him. This is according to all that you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the Lord my God's voice, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I not die. The Lord said to me, They have well said that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brothers, like you. I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I shall command him. It shall happen that whoever will not listen to my words which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in the fourth chapter of Philippians, beginning at the fourth verse. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. In nothing be anxious, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Alleluia! Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. Alleluia! The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the first chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass, that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice, and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy, 
and blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats, and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house. Here ends the Gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, The Lord our Righteousness. In his days shall Judah be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, The Lord our Righteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, The Lord our Righteousness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our antiphon says, Shower, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain down righteousness. Let the earth open, that salvation and righteousness may bear fruit. Let the earth cause them both to sprout. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. And we hear that antiphon on a day when Mary sings the Magnificat, and where she says, The Lord has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. The Magnificat is one of the most beautiful hymns you will hear in Scripture. And yet when we hear this part of it specifically, it's easy to hear it and quickly dismiss what Mary says here in the Spirit. It sounds wonderful what she sings here, the Lord showing his strength, the prideful and mighty being cast down, the lowly being lifted up. But we hear what Mary proclaims here as we're looking at the world around us, and it doesn't seem to add up. Is what she sings here true? It doesn't always feel like it. In our world, where is the Lord showing his strength? Inside the church, we'll have a good crowd for Christmas Eve tonight. But after that, for a couple weeks, we'll see some of the smallest crowds of the church here. It doesn't feel like strength. And outside of the church, it feels like the church is being pushed out of the culture and public square 
And when the church does speak up, everyone wants her to quiet down, including and especially some of her own people. In our world, we're witnessing corruption run rampant in politics and business. And how often does it seem like there needs to be a lawsuit in order for Christians to have the freedom of religion promised to us? Look at the world around you. Does it feel like the mighty are being cast down from their thrones or that the lowly are being exalted? And go further in Mary's hymn here. He has brought down, or he has filled the hungry with good things, sent the rich away empty. But in our area here, there's lots of poverty and drug use. And does it ever seem to get better year after year? The poor, living off the system, are filled, but not always with good things. And most people, in the last few years, would say they feel more impoverished, not less. As people see that the elite are getting richer and more powerful. Does that look like the hungry being filled as you look around you? Does it look like the rich are being sent away empty? Looking at our world, there doesn't seem to be many examples of our Lord's strength, at least to the human eye. But it feels often like there's a deluge of reasons to despair. It's easy to doubt what Mary sings here, to gloss over it, because we're not sure about it. It's easy to fall into doubt about God's promises of salvation and restoration in this world. But our Lord doesn't leave those doubts to consume us. The Lord doesn't leave us in our doubt. To those doubts, our Lord gives this response through Isaiah. Shower, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain down righteousness. Let the earth open that salvation and righteousness may may bear fruit. Let the earth cause them both to sprout. He speaks this to the baptized who are in despair or that are tempted to despair. Our Lord is inviting you to look to the heavens and to look at the earth beneath your feet to remind you of this. He created all of it. All of it is His. He created all of it to provide for you so you may live your life as He gives it to you. And as you look about at His creation, ask yourself what you can do to truly sustain your own life. Most of us have our vocations. Some are farmers. Others are office workers or factory workers. Some are homemakers. And in a certain sense, it's true that you survive off those vocations. It's how you grow your food. It's how you earn your money for your home. It's how you buy your food at the grocery store and so on. But ultimately, if you meditate on it long enough, you'll realize that ultimately, you are not the source of your own life. What you need to sustain your life doesn't even come from you. Look at the heavens above. You didn't create those. You can't control those. 
You can't open the windows of heaven to make it rain. If you looked at local news reports this week, you'll see that we're 20 inches behind in precipitation for this time of year. Finally, we got rain today. But you didn't cause that. And what if this is the, is the last rain for a while? What if the drought worsens? You know that it won't be good. But what can you or I do to change what happens in the heavens? You can't make it rain. And yet we need rain from above to sustain our lives. And likewise, man may tend our farms. But on your farm, you didn't create the dirt. You didn't create the land that you live on. We need food to survive, but you didn't create the soil. You didn't create the seeds. You didn't create the livestock that we eat. But if drought or famine or war break out and there is a food shortage, you can't suddenly create all those things on your own. You need it provided for you. And so it is, water, dirt, food, these are the basics we need to live. Was that your decision? Did you decide that these were the basic, basics of life that you needed to survive for mankind to prosper? Did you decide that? No, you did not. God did. He simply created everything above you and below you your life, and all the basics that you need for this life. He didn't ask you if you needed these things or if you wanted these things. They're not based off your works. He alone created it, and he alone opens his hands and gives all this. And so as our, as our Lord has us look to the heavens above and the earth beneath, we see this is simply the way he created it, and this is simply the way we receive it. That's that. He provides. God alone can bring down the rain from above. God alone can open up the earth to be watered. God alone provides for us. He is the source. And we know this. We live it day by day. It's true for our physical lives here in this world. And as we look at the heavens above and the earth beneath, God is showing us that's the case for our salvation as well. And what we asked about the needs of this life, we can ask for the needs of our spiritual lives as well. What can you do to make yourself spiritually alive? What can you do to create faith in yourself? What can you do to sustain the life of your soul and your faith? Now, it's true we don't sit idly by in our spiritual matters. This morning, we all got up. We came to church. We're spending our Sunday morning here. We tithe. During the week, we open up our Bibles. We pray. We sacrifice our time and physically fold our hands and bow our heads in prayer. But just like your vocations in this life don't ultimately provide what you need, so likewise, what you sacrifice for all of this isn't the source of your salvation. After all, you aren't the source of the words written in this sacred book. We may speak them, read them aloud, but you're not the source of them. 
You didn't bring your back, you didn't bring yourself back spiritually from the dead. You didn't conjure up your own faith inside your heart. You didn't work your own baptism. You don't work your own forgiveness. It's not your presence at the altar that makes this supper holy. Just like you can't make it rain, you can't make your own faith, and you can't make yourself holy. Again, we're in a severe drought. But there's nothing that you or I can do about it. Because we didn't create the heavens. Likewise, if the word being preached is removed from your lives, if the rains of baptism cease in your life, if the food of immortality at this altar is removed from your life, what could you do to end the drought of righteousness in your soul? Just as there is no way to sustain your life if the Lord were to close off his hand and remove those needs of life from you, dirt, water, food, Likewise, there would be no way to sustain your soul or your faith if the word, the font, the flesh, and the blood were taken away. The word, the baptism, the supper. These are the basics we need to be saved and to live eternally. Did you decide that these would be the basics you need for your salvation? For mankind to be delivered? Did God ask you to decide what the basics of your survival in this life would be? No, he just created it. That's the way it is. And same way for your salvation. He didn't ask you what the basics of your salvation would be. He provides them, though. And it's a rather interesting point being made by the psalmist. No one in this world argues that we need land and food and water from the hand of God to survive. That's the physical reality. But yet, how often do we and the rest of mankind think that we can tell God, who made us body and soul, what we need spiritually? We accept as fact what we need in this life. But then are we going to tell God what we need to create our faith and sustain it? Or that we know how to create our own righteousness without Him who created us? The truth is this that God is telling us today. He alone created us. It is He alone who can save us. God in His love, His justice, His mercy, and His grace decided our salvation and what we needed to become holy to him. You were not asked. I was not asked. It was not based off of your works. And so even as we suffer in the sin of this world, where there is a complete drought of righteousness and holiness, it is God alone who commands the heavens to open and rain down righteousness and salvation where and when he sees fit. We don't despair because the Lord has rained down righteousness on us. The human eye can't see it, but the eye of faith can. And so our Lord tells us to look to the heavens because that's where the angel Gabriel came from the heavens as he descended to the lowly virgin and there rained down righteousness as he told her 
the word of God that she would be blessed among women and would bear the Christ. From the heavens is where the power of the Most High came as he, overshadowed Mary, as he overshadowed Mary and the Holy Spirit conceived the Christ child in her. God opened the heavens to rain down righteousness in the earth of her womb as she received the Son of God in the Incarnation. When the virgin gave birth to her firstborn son, there God rained down righteousness as he planted the tree of salvation in Bethlehem. And in that moment, the lowly virgin was exalted, just as she sang about. And there in that moment, the Son of God came in humility and began his work to overthrow the mighty serpent from his throne. From the heavens is where the angels came down to announce the birth of the child to meager shepherds. Where the angels there sang the word of God and righteousness rained down. And fruit was produced in the mouth of the shepherds who proclaimed their salvation had come. Bethlehem is where the tree was planted, but Golgotha is where the fruit was born. On the cross, as our Lord was lifted up high, there the sun rained down righteousness as his blood spilled on the ground. There righteousness was spilled on the earth as blood and water gushed from his side. There, as he breathed his last, salvation and righteousness sprouted in the earth. There, his strength was shown in his death for the sins of the world. There, he made evil scatter. There, he crushed the serpent's head as he cast down the serpent from his throne forever. It is at the foot of the cross where we gather today, humble in repentance. And at the foot of the cross is where the blood and water of Christ's side rain down on us and cleanse us and exalts us as his own. At the foot of the cross is where we are filled. We who come to the cross hungry for righteousness are there filled with the good things of his flesh and blood. And where the riches of the world are seen for what they are, temporal, only to be rusted and destroyed where the wealthy leave empty. The Lord provides for our lives here in this world from his hand. Little as some of us may have, it all comes from the Lord, all from above. And in the same way, the Lord rains down righteousness all around us here in his church, in the middle of a wicked world. And so because we know we can come here where the Lord rains down righteousness, we don't need to despair. Instead, we can look to the heavens, know what comes from our Lord, and sing with Mary, He has helped His servant Israel in remembrance of His mercy, as He spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to His offspring forever. Our Lord will rain down righteousness on us. And then He adds this, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. So that as the Lord has us look up to heaven, not only do we see how the Lord provides for us there, but the Lord is also telling us to look at the heavens because it shows us how far and wide his gospel will be spread. Wherever the heavens stretch, 
above us and beyond the horizon. There God makes it rain on the just and the unjust alike. And wherever the Lord provides rain for the needs of this life, there the Lord also rains down the gospel. When he chooses, where he chooses, he rains it down upon the earth wherever the sky stretches out. And just as mankind and the world cannot stop or start the rain, neither can mankind stop or, stop, stop or start the preaching of the gospel. And God will not stop raining down his righteousness and salvation upon his faithful. He will not stop producing the righteousness and salvation from the cross until the great harvest when he returns for you. So we do not despair. We do not doubt in God's promise of salvation and restoration. Because it's right here for us to receive from God through His Son in the Word and Sacraments. So that as we receive these, we're ready for when He returns. The heavens are about to rain down. We are about to meet our Lord, even this evening. Let us be ready. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. The angel said, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The angel said, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Alleluia. O Lord, have mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me, O God, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Vouchsafe, O Lord, this day, to keep us without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Stir up your power, we beseech you, O Lord, and come and help us with your great might, that by your grace whatsoever is hindered by our sins may be speedily accomplished through your mercy and satisfaction, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people, and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority especially to Joseph, our President, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our Governor, the Legislature of this State, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities, and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, 
that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech thee to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please thee. Into thy hands we commend our bodies and our souls and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, 
and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy.